This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. We have been discussing the laws of Yom Tov, and last week we discussed the dinim of Chalamoed as far as Malacha goes. Today we'd like to discuss the positive aspects of Yom Tov, namely Simcha and Kavod Va'onik. The mitzvah of Simcha is obviously a biblical requirement, a mitzvah daraisa. On Yom Tov. We've discussed if it applies to women as well, or the nature of the mitzvah of Simcha. But nevertheless, it's very simple that the mitzvah of Simcha applies to Yom Tov. The same is true as far as Chol HaMoed goes. The Ramam says very clearly that there is a din of Simcha on Chol HaMoed, because the Ramam says in Hilchos Yom Tov, Perek Vav, Halacha, Yudzayin, Shivas Yimei HaPesach, Shmonas Yimei HaChagim, Shai Yom Tovim, Kulam, the Ramam says the seven days of Pesach, the eight days of Chag, the eight days of Sukkot, with other days of Yom Tovim. We've already mentioned the problem, what did the Ramam mean to include when he said other days of Yantif? Obviously, Shavuos is included, but other, other days included as well. But nevertheless, the Ramam says the seven days of Pesach, the eight days of Sukkot, all are Asr. You're not allowed to eulogize, you're not allowed to fast on those days. And a person should be happy, sameach v'tov life. He should be in, happy in a good mood. So, the Ram says clearly, and that's the, seems, uh, the, what the Pasuk says, v'sameach t'bechagecha, is not referring to the first or the last day. It's referring to Yantif. So therefore, the mitzvah of, of Simcha applies to Cholamoid as well. The only question that one would have to que- discuss is really, what is the nature of the mitzvah of Simcha and Cholamoid? Is it really the same as when as on Yom Tov. In Yom Tov, we know, the Ramam said, the mitzvah is achilas basar shasiyas yayin. There's a mitzvah to eat meat, to drink wine. What about on uh, on Cholamoid? Is that is the same halacha as well? The question really would be asked, is there an, a real obligation to drink wine every day of Cholamoid? Rav El Yashiv and Rav Moshe Feinstein said clearly and unequivocally that there is such a chiyuf. Not only there's such a chiyuv, but in a certain sense, they said you're supposed to drink a ravias of wine. It's not enough to have a kosal bracha, make a bracha on, the, on a cup of wine and drink a little bit, which you, theoretically you could be Yotze Kiddush by drinking a little bit. But here on Chalamayda, similar to Yantif, there's a chiyuv of simcha, and they felt the chiyuv of simcha requires one to drink a full cup of wine. In fact, you have Moshe Feinstein, discusses if a person can use grape juice for such a thing. Since the mitzvah simcha, perhaps only wine is mesameach. Be that as it may, it's fairly clear that they thought that on Cholamoy there's an obligation of drinking wine to fulfill the obligation of simcha. Chaim Kanievsky asked a question to his father-in-law, to Revel Yashiv, but there seems to be a Gemara in Eruvin that seems to imply that there is no din of drinking wine on Cholamoid. Because the Gemara there discusses, when Erev and Daf Memo the Gemara is a discussion when you say Shechianu, 
on Yom Tov? Do you say Shechianu only when you have a kos of wine, a cup of wine, or do you say Chalama, or do you say Shechianu just because it's Yom Tov even without a cup of wine? The, one of the rayas from the Gemara is that you can make a bracha shachianu during Chalamoid, even though you really should make the shachianu at the beginning of Yantif, you can make the bracha shachianu on the rest of Chalamoid as well. And the Gemara says, but uh, but it requires a kos. And Rashi in, in Erevin says that who has a kos on Chalamoid? We have a kos the whole week. We have a kos only the first day. So it seems from that Rashi that you really don't have to drink a coast. People did not have a coast. One could question the facts of the times. Perhaps the people at that time were so indigent that they could not afford wine and they could only afford wine for Yantif and therefore they were considered Anusim. But the simple pshat means that there was no din of, of, of wine on Chalamoe. So Rav Yashiv answered that the Gemara there discusses the special obligations of Yantav. And among them, the Gemara discusses the mitzvahs of Ali al-Regel. So Rabbi Yashe pointed out that Gemara is referring to the time when the Beis HaMikdash was extant. And the Iker, the essence of the mitzvah of Simcha, was expressed through meat. Because as we discussed in the, in the last year, the mitzvah of Simcha Siantif is to eat Shalmei Chagiga or Shalmei Simcha. The mitzvah is to eat meat, not just to eat meat, to eat meat, meat of Kachim. So, Bismana Gemara, we said that's the Iker, Bismana Beis HaMikdash, that's the Iker of the mitzvah. The essence of the mitzvah is to have Shlamim. And in fact, we pointed out that there are two Kiyumim of, of Shlamim. There's one Kiyum of just bringing the Shlamim as a Kiyum. And then, of course, the eating it is, a, is also a Kiyum. Whereas by wine, the Iker of the mitzvah then was Bibasa, where there was a, like this double Kiyum, but wine, there was not such a double Kiyum. However, so therefore the Gemara says in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, when they ate Shlamim, perhaps people were not so meticulous about drinking wine on Chalamoid because they fulfilled the mitzvah, the Iker mitzvah by Ibasa. But today, that we don't have Shlamim, so therefore the Iker mitzvah today is wine. So therefore, since wine makes you happy, it's a kiyam to drink wine every day of Chalamoid, and therefore they were insistent upon the fact that people really drink wine on Chalamoe. But even though we know that they felt there's a mitzvah of drinking wine, we see in the Rambam there's an Easter of Esped Vitanis and a general statement that a person would be Samech Vatovlev. We still know that the dinim of, of Yantif, of Chalamoe, are not the same as of Yantif or certainly not of Shabbos. The question is, why not? If there's a din of, of simcha, so why aren't all the obligations similarly exactly to Yom Tov? So, the simple explanation would be that although we said there's a mitzvah of simcha in Yantif, there's another concept of Yantif which doesn't exist in Chalamoy. And the concept of, of that we're discussing now is Kavod Va'onek. We saw that on Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of the Torah of Zohar V'Shamar, two mitzvahs of Zohar V'Shamar, and there's mitzvahs, the Rabbanan, of Kavad V'Onik. And on Yantav, we also talked about the mitzvah of Simcha, and the Rambam said there's a mitzvah of Kavad V'Onik as well. 
The mitzvah of Kavit Ve'onik does not seem to apply to Cholamoid, at least according to the Rambam. When the Rambam brings the halachas of Kavit Ve'onik, so he says in Perek Vav of Hilchas Yantif, Halacha Tezayim, Kishem she mitzvah lechabed Shabbos v'yom tov, Kishem she mitzvah lechabed Shabbos ula anga, the same way there's a mitzvah of Kavit and Onik, by Shabbos, Kach kol yamim tovim, all the days of Yom Tov. Shenema likdosh Hashem mechubad. V'chol yamim tovim nikra be'mikra kodesh. So when the Rambam says that there's a din of Kavit ve'oneg, he doesn't say like he said in, by the mitzvah of Simcha. By the mitzvah of Simcha, the Rambam said seven days of Pesach, eight days of Sukkot. Here the Rambam says the same way there's a mitzvah of Kavit Shabbos and Oneg, there's a mitzvah of Kavit and Oneg on Yom Tov, because Kedosh Hashem Mechubar, and Yom Tov is, nik, is called Mikra Kodesh. Apparently, Chol HaMoed is excluded from the concept of Kavit Oneg. The Rambam says seven days of Pesach, eight days of Zuchus, only by Simcha, but not by Kavit Ve'onik. The Rambam says again in Paragvav Halacha Chav Beis, Avichos Yantif, the days, Yamim Bein Rishon L'Shvish Pesach, the days in between the first and the seventh day of Pesach and the first and last day of Zuchus, Heim Anikoim Chalosh HaMoed, he says, there's a, again, there's a din of simcha, there's an Easter of tanis, but you're allowed to be masked at Tamid Chacham Befanav. Tamid Chacham is a special halacha that even though it's Cholamoed, which has a din of simcha, nevertheless, you can be masked at Tamid Chacham. Of course, it's somewhat ironic to, for me personally to think that Moreno uh, Verabenu, Araf Salavechik, was nifter on Cholamoid Pesach, and we paskin, the Rambam paskins, that even though there's a mitzvah of Simcha, a Tamid Chacham Befanav, you're masbid on Cholamoid as well. My, I also had the privilege of learning Barabar in Salavechik, and he also was nifter on Cholamoid, Cholamoid Sukkis, and the same halacha would apply to him. But the Rambam said again, there's a mitzvah of Simcha, he did not say there's a mitzvah of Kavad Vaonek. This diuk was made by many Yachronim, specifically with Bekiv Eger, in the first tshuva and in the Hashmatos that are printed at the end of the tshuva. So Rebbe Eger reiterates the point that there's a difference between Simcha and Kavad Vaonek. And he pointed out that according to the Rambam, Kavad Vaonek does not apply to Cholamoid. It applies to Yantif, but does not apply to Cholamoid. The practical ramifications of this law would be to discuss when a person must eat a meal. There's a din of kviyasuda. There's a din of establishing a meal. Part of simcha is to say there's a simcha, there's a suda on that day. So do you have to have a suda on yom, on chalamoy? The Kivager says clearly and unequivocally that you do not require a suda. He says the key, the chi of suda is from the concept of Kavad Vaonek, the mitzvah of eating meat or drinking wine, that might come from Simcha. But the din of a Suda is because of Kavad Vaonek. And since there's no din of Kavad Vaonek and Chalamoy, there's no need to eat a Suda. There is a very important practical ramification to this point, besides the fact whether a person must eat a Suda and Chalamoy. The question, of course, would be if a person did eat a meal, washed, sat down and had a meal, 
and at the end benched, but forgot to say Yalav Yavo. Now we have a general principle that if a meal must be eaten on that day, and something is added to Birchas Hamazon because of that day, then since the meal must be eaten, if one's benched without saying Yalav Yavo, he must, he must repeat Birchas uh, Hamazon. If, however, there's no need to eat such a meal, so even though a person forgot the additional prayer, Yalaviyavo, for example, then he would not have to repeat benching. For example, we paskin that if a person forgets to eat, forgets to say Ritzay on Shabbos, since there's a Chiyav Suda on Shabbos, there's a Chiyav of Shalosh Sudas, so for the first two Sudas we paskin that if a person forgot to say Ritzay, he has to repeat benching. But, the third Suda, since there is a Machlokas, and some posts can think that you do not have to eat bread by the Suda Shlishis. Even if you have to eat Suda Shlishis, but you can be Yotze with Peros, you can be Yotze without having a, a loaf of bread or, or Lechem Mishnah. Since we have such a Shita, we paskin that by Suda Shlishit, a person forgot to say, would say, does not repeat benching. Rabbi Kivager discusses this, this question in light of the issue whether women have the same law as men, if they're chayiv, and indeed in, in a suda, or in Yom Tov, and, or on Shabbos. Based on the argument that we just raised, that there's no din of suda on chalamoy, there might be a din of simcha. There is, certainly is a din of simcha, which might imp- imply drinking wine, perhaps even eating meat. But to eat a suda, Rebbe Kiveger claims, comes from Kavad Vaonek. And it was accepted by Rabbi Kiveger that there's no covered vonik in Chalamoid. Memele, you do not have to eat a meal. And Memele, if a person benched and forgot to say Yalavyavo, he would not repeat, um, benching. Uh, the Beis Yosef has it in Simon Kuf Samaches has it such a discussion. And he does mention an opinion that there are people who think that you do have to eat a meal on, on Chalamoid. But apparently the Psak of the Shulchan Aruch is that you do not have to eat a suda on chalamoid, and the reason is because there's no din of kavod vonik. However, it seems to be rather difficult, because there's a mechilta that says fairly clearly that there is a din of kavod vonik on chalamoid as well. The uh, Achronim asked this question and discussed the point. In, For example, in the Mishnah Bura and Simon Tafkaf Lamed, there's a long Sharatsiyun, number Dalit, where he quotes the Mechilta. That says that there is a din, um, the Mechilta says that it's called Mikra Kodesh. So, Came before the Mechilta. He says clearly in the Mechilta it says that Cholamoid is a day of Mikra Kodesh. So he asks the question, how could it be that there's no din of Kavad Vaonik? Then he suggests that there is a Sefer, there are Svarim that really said there's din of Kavad Vaonik and Cholamoid. So the Mishnabura suggests that there is some sort of a Pshara. That really Cholamoid on one hand, cannot be considered a, a day chol. On the other hand, it can't be considered a day yamtov. So you have to have a third level. You have to say that you're chayiv in a certain degree of kavod va'onek, but not the degree of yantif. 
he says when the mechilta says that tzarich lechabdo bachilo shasio ksus nakiya, although the mechilta says that you do have to have eating, drinking, and wearing better clothes, they call it ksus nakiya, a cleaner garment. So the Sharatsiya and the Mishnabura says that you have to keep Cholamoid more than a regular weekday. But it doesn't mean that you should wear the same clothes as Yantif. You do have to wear better clothes than Cholamoid, but you don't have to wear clothes like you would on Yantif. He quoted in the, uh, in the Mishnabura, he quoted such an opinion. He said, that about uh, about cholamoid, he said gam chayav lechabid cholamoid b'machol b'mishte uksus nakia shaloyinak b'menaktov chol. A person should be mechabid cholamoid with eating, with drinking, with clothes, not to be like a weekday. And he pointed out that in the Tanya, in the Sefer Tanya Rabasi, one of the Rishonim, it said there that. Kishar Yomtov, the Tanya added the words, you should have covered Ve'oneg und Cholamoid, like you would have on Yantif. So the Mishnabur says he on purpose took out those words, because although there is some sort of a din of covered Ve'oneg, says according to the Balat, to the, to the Tanya, Tanya Rabasi, not to be confused with the Tanya of the Lavacher Rebbe, the Sefer Tanya Rabasi is a Risha, so he said there that you should be Mechabed Cholamoid, Nevertheless, Mishnah Burapaskin, not like Shayamim Tovim, but yet a little bit of Kavad Vaoneg in between Chol and Yom Tov. The Beis Yosef, who brought an opinion that Cholamoid is required by Chilo Shasiyah, is the opinion of the Tanya, and perhaps other Rishonim who really think that. There is a din of Kavad Va'oneg on Chalamoy, the same way there is such a din on Yantif. This has led, this basic halacha has led to a discussion of various halachas. For example, could one make a, a din, uh, could one make a Sudas Mitzvah on Chalamoid, or in general to make a, uh, to make a Suda on Chalamoid. Now, we just said that it would be, it's proper to make a Suda on Chalamoid. Perhaps it's not as required as Yantif, but it's proper. In fact, the, the Kafachayim, the famous Svardi Pose, Kafachayim suggests that a person have Lechemishna on Chalamoid as well. Now, if we would interpret Lechemishna as only really a Zechel Aman, so it would be very difficult to understand that in Chalamoid, uh, we should have to have Lechem Mishnah. We have a discussion whether on Yantif itself you require Lechem Mishnah. But apparently the custom has developed that people consider Lechem Mishnah not just a, se- a separate Zechel Aman, but a, an idea of having a festive meal in- inquires, requires Lechem Mishnah. So Kavachayim wanted to explain that on Chalamay the concept of a festive meal is included to have Lechem Mishnah. But could you make a Sudas Mitzvah on that day? For example, could you make a Bar Mitzvah of a person makes a sima hamasachet. The Mishnabura paskind that a person could certainly make a sudas mitzvah on that day. The problem, of course, is to have simcha besimcha. Since there's a din of simcha on yantif, since there's a sim- day of simcha on chalamoed, 
we have a custom the minig is not to get not to have weddings from Yantif, not to have weddings from Chalamoid because of Ein Marvim Simcha Basimcha. So a wedding meal you're not allowed to have. Why would you be allowed to have a bar mitzvah? So some Achronim pointed out that it says in that the importance of having a Sudas mitzvah uh, for a bar mitzvah is similar to the fact that you should have a Sudas mitzvah at a wedding. So they argued if you cannot have a Sudas mitzvah at a wedding, uh, if you cannot make a wedding on Cholamoy, then why would you be allowed to make a uh, bar mitzvah on Cholamoy? And the argument would be against that, that it's true that you're required to make a Sudas mitzvah for bar mitzvah. But nobody has suggested that the chiyuv, the simcha to bar mitzvah is the same simcha as at a wedding. There's a special halacha of simcha at a wedding. That simcha is forbidden on a day of simcha to make marvim simcha b'simcha. But a simcha bar mitzvah is not considered as great a simcha, and therefore one certainly would be allowed to have a bar mitzvah. As the forest making a siyum, a siyum and a mesechet, which is the sudas mitzvah achranim, have also suggested that it's permitted. In fact, we discussed last week the idea of yom tov is ochlim v'shosim v'oskim b'torah. And we pointed out that there were people who bemoaned the fact that there were many people who used the days of Yantif as ochlim v'shosim, just as days of merriment, of eating and drinking, but without the added spiritual concept of Yom Tov as well. So if you make a suda for a siyum masachet, which is really a kiyum of ochlim v'shosim v'oskim v'torah, your person does enjoy the food, but nevertheless the purpose is of simchas mitzvah, of sima masachet. Many people asking that you could have this mitzvah on Cholamoid as well. Another question that would come up because of this would be if a person could make Sheva Brachas on Cholamoid. Now, of course, you can make Sheva Brachas on Cholamoid. You can make Sheva Brachas on Shabbos. You can make Sheva Brachas on Yantif. The question is, do you need Panim Chadashos? Tosos in Maseches Ksubis says that on Shabbos you don't need Panim Chadashos. Shabbos itself is considered Panim Chadashos. And they explain that Shabbos is a concept of Simcha. Of course, we have not yet really discussed if Simcha is a concept on Shabbos. But according to this interpretation, there's a din concept of Simcha on Shabbos as well. And since Shabbos has a reboy Simcha by itself, there will be no need of Panim Chadashos. Shabbos is itself considered Panim Chadashos. Although Tosas pointed out that this law applies to Shabbos, people have explained that this applies to Yantif as well. And in fact, it could be a simple argument. If Shabbos can be, can be considered a day of Simcha for the purpose of Panim Chadashos, Yom Tov certainly can be so considered. What about Cholamoyed? Is the concept of Cholamoyed the same, the concept of Simcha and Cholamoyed the same as Yantif? In which point you could say you don't need Panim Chadashos and Cholamoyed as well? Or do you say no, then Cholamoyed, although there is a din of Simcha, it's not the same Simcha as on, as on Yantif, and therefore, since the simcha is mitigated, you would have to have panim chadashos. There's a little sefer called Sova Smachos by Rav Sraid of Litsky of Bnei Brak, who has all the minhagim and dinim of Shabbat there. So I looked in that sefer to see what he said about uh, having panim chadashos and chalamoid, and he wrote there that you do have to have panim chadashos and chalamoid. It's not considered a day of simcha like Yantov. In the footnote, he brings the Mechlokas Achron, and he mentioned that people have discussed this point of a mitigated simcha on Cholamoed, and therefore it's not really considered a day of full simcha for the purpose of Panim Chadashos. 
One last point about Simchas Yantif that I'd like to explain is we've discussed the Kiyumim of Simcha in terms of eating and drinking, but there is another concept of Simcha, a spiritual concept of Simcha. The Rambam in the beginning of Sefer HaMitzvahs in Shoresh Aleph says that Halel is a mitzvah de Rabbana. And he took task, he took the Bahag to task, who said that uh, Halel, who counted Halel as one of the, as one of the 613 mitzvahs. The Ramban there defended the Rambam, the Bahag, and the Ramban said there that Simchas Yantif, that, I'm sorry, the Ramban said that Halel is really a mitzvah of the Torah. On the 18 de- times a year in, in Eretz Yisrael that you say Halel Shalem, that you say complete Halel, you say Halel, with a bracha, so halal shalim, with a bracha, those, that halal, the Ramban says, daraisa. So the Ramban asks, where does he get it from? Where is the source for it that you said that halal is daraisa? So the Ramban gives two possibilities. One, because of halach Sinai. When you don't have a source, but you feel such halach is true, I don't know this, where the Ramban has a source to quote, that's halach Sinai. Nevertheless, the Ramban suggested that halal on yantiv is halach Sinai. The other possibility that he said is it's part, it's, it's part and parcel of Simchas Yantif. Since there's a mitzvah v'samachta b'chagecha, so part of Simchas Yantif is to say Halal. Now here, it seems to me a little strange. On Pesach, of course, we do not say Halal Shalem. Actually, we do not say Halal on Pesach except for the first night and the first day. The rest of Pesach, the fact that everybody thinks we say Halal, it's a minute to say Halal. We say Halal Shalem, Chatzi Halal, Chatzi Halal said with as a minig, the Gemara says it's a minig. In fact, there's a machlokas rishonim. If you make a bracha on chatzi halel, because it's only a minig. The Ramam's opinion is that you do not make a, a bracha on chatzi halel. This is the minig of Sfaradim. And she has, do not make a bracha on halel, on chatzi halel. Minig Lubavitch, minig of Chabad, is that the Tzibur does not say a bracha on chatzi halel. Because of the Rambam, you don't make a bracha on a minig. So you really only say halel on, on, the first day of Pesach, the whole Chag of Sukkos. If Halel is really a din of Simcha, so why really shouldn't you say Halel on the entire days of Pesach as well? So of course we're familiar with the Medrash and the Gemara that say there are two reasons why we don't say Halel Shalem on Pesach. One reason, according to the Gemara in Erech and Daf Yud, is because the, uh, there's no, there's new carbon every day. On Sukkot, we say halal every day because there's a new carbon. But in Pesach, there's no new carbon, we don't say halal every day. And the other famous madrish is that, uh, how could it possibly be that the be- human beings created in the image of God are, uh, drowning in the ocean and people say simcha. So, and people say halal. So we have reasons why we don't say halal on Pesach, which perhaps just mean that it, Pesach has a complete day of Simcha. Nevertheless, we don't say halal because of the reasons given in the Gemara and the Medrash. However, this leads me to think in the direction which we mentioned last week. The mitzvah of Simcha's Yantif is written in the Torah by Pesach, is written in the Torah by Sukkis a few times, and written by Shavuos once, but it's not written by Pesach at all. So we pointed out last week that the, the Rishonim learned, of course, there is a din of Simcha by Pesach. Nevertheless, the fact that you don't say Hal on Pesach might suggest the fact that there is a difference between the Simcha of Pesach and the Simcha of, of, of Sukkot. 
the fact that we don't say Allah Shalem might somehow lead us to conclude that the mitzvah of Simcha on, on Pesach is somewhat different than the mitzvah of of Simcha on Sukkot. The last point that I'd like to make before we conclude is that actually there, if we study the Psukim well, we might really think that there is a source in the Pasuk to explain the difference between Yom Tov and Chalamoid. We pointed out that the Ram thinks there's no din of Kavad Va'onek and Chalamoid, and the Tanya Rabasi said there is a din of Kavad Va'onek, and the Mechilta said there's a din of Mikra Kodesh and Chalamoid as well, but the Mishnaburah made a Pshara and said it's not. But we really could argue that the Pasuk itself differentiates between Yantef and, and Chalamoid. The source of Kavit Va'oneg, as we've said before, is the Pasuk Nishayahu. V'karasa l'shabas oneg, v'lekadosh Hashem b'chubat. Now, when we talk about v'karasa l'shabas oneg, oneg refers to Shabbos. So why does it really refer to Yantif? So we we remember from the Rambam that the Rambam used the phrase that all days of Yantif are called Shabbos. Kol HaModim included the concept called Shabbos Hashem. So when you say v'karasa l'shabas oneg, it certainly refers to to Shabbos refers to Yantif. When you talk about Kadosh, whether it's Kadosh Yisrael or Kadosh Hashem, you could talk about Chol too as being a day of Kadosh. Last week we discussed in terms of the Yisrael Malacha, there's Kadosh and Chol and we pointed out the brisket tradition that there's a concept of Kadosh and Chol and basically there's, it's only a heter of Malacha. So when we talk about the Kadosh Hashem Mechuba, the Din of Kavod, we really could learn that this applies to Chol as well. But the Pasuk V'Karash HaShabbos Oneg doesn't seem to refer to Chalamoid as well. So it does seem that there's a source to differentiate between the concept of Kavod V'Oneg, which might apply only partially to Chalamoid, but to Yantif applies in a full sense, based on the Pasuk itself. We've discussed today the concept of Simcha on Chalamoid and the concept of Kavod V'Oneg. Whether it's the same as Yantif or not has been the question that we've discussed. But we should really conclude with the caveat. The Gemara that we quoted last week says, The Gemara has a terrible statement about a person who is mevazeh, who somehow does not treat Yom Tov with the proper respect. Rashi and other Mefarshim in Pirkei Avos and the Gemara in, in, in Makos and other sources say that mevazeh hamoados is referring to Chalamoid. Even a person who somehow does not take Chalamoid with the proper, uh, does not treat Chalamoid properly, is included in that terrible statement of Kolamavazalus Hamoados, who is included in the concept of Kidvar Hashem Baza. So, if it's Doraisa or Drabanan, perhaps you could interpret anyway that a person is supposed to treat Chalamoid in a special fashion. And a person who does not treat Chalamoid in a special fashion, Chalamoid is a day of Moed Midaraisa, it's a day of Mikra Kodesh. There's a din of Simcha. There might be some sort of a concept of Kavad Va'onig as well, maybe a complete Kavad Va'onig, maybe a partial Kavad Va'onig. Nevertheless, there is a real obligation of treating Chalamoid in the proper sense, and therefore, Rachman Litzlan would be included in the concept of Mavazes Hamoados. Therefore, we should be very careful, meticulous, about observing the laws of Kavod Va'oneg and Simcha on Chalamoid as well.